and welcome back to another episode of Job Quest. I'm your host, Luca, and today we'll be interviewing Isaac Holbrook, a piano teacher. There'll be cool facts about the piano, jokes, and more. Let's begin our quest. So first, welcome to the show. Thank you. My first question is, can you just, well, what is your job? And can you describe well, I am a piano teacher in the uh, Denver area in Colorado, and I have been teaching here for, oh goodness, almost 20 years, 19 years, I think, is how long I've been teaching. Um, started teaching when I was right about, actually, it's probably been about 20 years now. I started teaching when I was about 17 or 18. I was just graduating high school. Wow. And I have a, uh, yeah, private music studio here and have a, have a lot of really great young students and some old students too, I should say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how old is like the oldest student that you've had? Mm. Well, I'm too scared to ask, but I'm assuming that they are somewhere around 60. 60, 60, Whoa. 62, 63. And it's a current student that I have right now. Yeah. And so that's not really that old. There, there, there are plenty of other students uh, out there that I know. I know some people start piano when they're in their 70s. When I think of students, I think of more kids, though. So, yes. And the, and the majority of my students are are kids. So going up, going up into high school, middle school, high school, elementary school. Yeah. Uh, so what did it take in terms of school and training to get this job to become a piano teacher? Well, that's a good question. I, um, for me, I've been playing piano since I was six years old and uh, did, I went to Denver School of the Arts and did piano there and uh, went into college and did a piano performance degree in college and went and pursued a couple different schools and even a higher level degree for a little while. But the thing with piano teaching is what you run into sometimes, unfortunately, is that there are people out there who only took piano when they were maybe, you know, a, a child and maybe maybe stopped in high school and then wow. decide later on in life that they want to become a piano teacher. Yeah. So I like I, I think I think uh, I think in a lot of ways myself and other people too who have actually gone through and done a full piano performance degree or teaching degree um, are a little more qualified right so you get a really big spectrum of teachers out there but um, I've done I've done quite a bit and performed quite a bit too I think I think uh, you learn a lot from from playing yourself and, and performing and I continue to learn through teaching too which is kind of kind of cool the more I teach the better teacher I become yeah. That's cool. So uh, what is, was one of the most surprising things one of your students has done in piano? Hmm. I don't know if I can really single it down to one thing. I have a lot of students that always continually surprise me with things. I think the most, I think the most pleasing and surprising thing that, can, that, that happens most of the time with students is when, is when I see them uh, kind of progress on their own a little bit. They, 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 they learn how to figure something out or they write a piece or they, you know, are figuring out a song that they wanted and, 
and I show up at the lesson and, and, and they have there, there it is. There's something totally fresh and new that, that we weren't working on that they kind of took the step themselves. That's always, that's always fun to see. Um, and yeah, I've had, I've had a lot of students, many students do that before. And it's, it's, it's always, it's always a fresh experience seeing that. Yeah. Um, uh, you mentioned writing music. I have a friend who uses some program online and they like write music and create cool pieces with all different mm -hmm. instruments. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So what are the best and worst parts of your job? Hmm. That is, uh, that's a good question also. Um, they're probably, <laughs> some, some of the things are, are kind of the same thing. Um, I'll, I'll start with, with maybe the worst parts. <laughs> uh, and it's not really that bad. Um, would be the hours sometimes, right? Because sometimes you want to get up and you just want to get right to work and start and start doing doing your work and getting it done for the day. However, like we talked about, a lot of my students are children and they have school during the day. And so and so in 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 a lot of cases, I don't get to start my work day till a little later. Um, you know, two o'clock, three o'clock in the in the day. Um, however, that's also one of the best parts sometimes because I don't have to start working till about two or three in the afternoon. <laughs> like, and so I get my mornings to, to kind of do my own thing and, and prepare and, and that type of thing. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a double-edged sword in, in that regard. Um, yeah, that's what I'd have to say about that, I suppose. <laughs> Both good but bad at the same time. So... Uh -huh. If you could have any other job, like any job in the world, you, you don't even have to have the training for it. What would it be? Hmm. You know, I'd still probably want to do something um, that involves some kind of creative process, some some kind of creation that happens. I've always been fascinated with. Um, you know, film and photography and, and, and the visual, the visual side of, of artistry and, and doing that. And I suppose that would be a lot of fun if, if, if I could do that, I'm not sure exactly what I would do documentary or, or tell a story of some kind, but um, I really like the, the creative side of things and, and being able to create something new and, and have a product that you've done um, and that you can, you can, you can kind of show off a little bit, something you can be proud of. I'd agree with that too. Yeah, I feel the same way. So yeah. now, finally, we're at the fun section. So uh -oh. the two fun, the two fun questions. Mm -hmm. First one, uh, you'd be pretty good for these questions, I think. So okay. the first question is, what is the weirdest dream you've ever uh, had? The weirdest dream I've ever had. Okay, so are we talking about a dream like when I'm asleep or a dream like in life? Like I, 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 I hope I can become a skydiver. <laughs> uh, like like a sleeping dream that, like that a sleeping happened. dream okay um you know i thought about that sometimes we don't remember our dreams right so mm -hmm. it's kind of kind of kind of and sometimes the weirdest ones are the ones that we don't remember um i do remember one i remember i had a recurring dream when i was when i was a child which i which i thought was interesting and it was always flying down this this set of stairs in my in in an old house that i grew up in and I had that dream many times and I, and I never really thought about it. It was always kind of fun because I was flying in it. But then I found out 
later on in life <laughs> than when I was a child. Uh, somebody like another child or something maybe pushed me down the stairs <laughs> and or, or I fell down them or something like that. And so then I found out that that dream was actually probably me kind of kind of going over that again in my head while I was asleep. It's kind of interesting. Really? I don't have that dream anymore. <laughs> it was kind of funny like to find dreams out. Dreams are like things from the previous day that are like repeating in your dream, but then it's all combining together. So let's say you went scuba diving and later you had some sandwiches. It's maybe like you scuba dive with with a sandwich and the sandwich is swimming with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that. I have a theory that maybe dreams are, you know, we have their, their multiple realities, they say. And that maybe when we fall asleep and we start dreaming, we're getting a glimpse into one of the other alternate realities that we're living. In like the multiverse or something? In the multiverse, exactly. Like we're seeing what the other us is doing, what the other you is doing. Kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of wild. I like to think that. I don't know if that's so or not. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're down to the final question. What okay. is your favorite joke? It'd be uh, if you have a piano joke, I'd prefer that one, but I don't really care because, like, as long as it's funny. Okay. So any funny. Well, okay. So, so, so I actually have I actually have three jokes because two of them are really tiny, really small, and they're all okay. piano jokes. They're all piano jokes. Okay. So the first one is what's the difference between a fish and a piano uh i don't know you can tune a piano yeah but you can't tune a fish <laughs> okay okay so the, so that's the first one it's kind of bad the second one the second one oh, only people who play piano get this joke that's that's kind of fun about the second joke only people who really who really know piano get this joke okay so you might have to do some googling if you don't if you don't get it why couldn't Beethoven find his teacher? Because wow. he was hiding. Is Haydn like another composer? Haydn is another composer. Joseph Haydn. I yeah. knew it. Yep. And he taught Beethoven. And, and and now the real joke. Those those are kind of fun little jokes. But I have a really I have I have a good one. And since we're in October, it's kind of like a Halloween joke too. That's cool. So we're mix we're mixing it all up. Okay, so there, and it has to do with Beethoven also. So there were these, there were these two, there were these two guys, these two grave robbers, who were, who were, who, who found out where Beethoven was buried, you know, and they, and they thought, oh, we should go dig up Beethoven's grave, and there might be some, there might be some like music in there, or, or something really, really valuable, you know, it's Beethoven's grave. Uh, so, so they, so they, in a dark night, they went out and they did this. And they, and they dug it and they found they found his coffin. Oh my gosh. And oh. they pull it out and they open it up. And you know what's inside? What? They they see this, they see this, this gross looking kind of kind of zombie thing, you know, sitting there, this this corpse almost, you know, almost a skeleton almost. And 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 he's holding a piece of music. But he's erasing the music on it. He's erasing all the notes on it. He's looking up and, he's, ah, and there he's racing the notes and the, and the grave robbers look down and they go, oh my God, Beethoven? And he goes, oh, and he keeps erasing and they go, what are you doing? And he says, I'm decomposing. <laughs> okay, that's my favorite joke so far. <laughs> he's decomposing. Yeah. That makes so much sense. 
thanks well, for good. Thanks for having me on the show. That's it for this week's episode, and we'll see you next time on Job Quest.